to women in venture capital. I'm Rushvina, Chief of Staff at General Catalyst, with prior experience in finance and early stage VC. And I'm Anvita, Senior Product Manager at UiPath with experiences across tech startups and venture capital. Our mission at Women in Venture Capital is simple. Increase the representation of women in the VC industry through awareness and engagement. So join us as we engage with women establishing their presence in the industry. Our guest today is Alexa Von Tobel. Alexa is the founder and managing partner at Inspired Capital, an early stage venture fund investing across consumer and enterprise tech. She's also the host of The Founders Project, a weekly podcast with Inc. that highlights top entrepreneurs. Prior to launching Inspired Capital, Alexa founded financial planning company LearnVest, acquired by Northwestern Mutual in 2015. Alexa joined Northwestern's team as a chief digital officer and later chief innovation officer overseeing the firm's venture arm. She has been honored by multiple organizations featuring in Forbes cover story, Fortune's 40 under 40, and Most Powerful Women, and has been recognized as World Economic Forum's Young Global Leader, among others. Alexa, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor and so fun to be here. And I love the topic. Amazing. And we'll jump right in and start talking about you. Um, You started your career in finance, but it didn't take too long to become really passionate about financial literacy, fintech, entrepreneurship, and founding LearnVest. Tell us more about how that first thought to start the company came about and what have been some of your biggest learnings starting and running LearnVest. So great question. First of all, uh, I've always, I've sort of realized I've always been an entrepreneur that builds things that I wish existed for me, um, where I really am the customer and I'm client number one or customer number one. And my lens for starting LearnVest was there I was, I'd graduated Harvard undergrad. I'd gotten into Harvard Business School, um, working at Morgan Stanley. And I remember being somewhat sort of appalled almost that I had gotten such a great education and had absolutely zero education in personal finance. And I couldn't believe that these very critical big topics just are not anywhere in our education system. So started playing rounds. The internet was coming, you know, at that point, beginning to truly thrive. The iPhone was out. And I remember being like, this younger generation is just going to manage our money on our phones. We're going to use tools and app to do that. It's going to be a lot less cumbersome. It's going to be a lot less stressful. And it started as that, as a, I'm young and I want to figure out my wallet and I want to know where to go. And basically from there, LearnVest was born. LearnVest is for learn, earn, invest. The three pillars of money, you have to understand it, you have to learn about it, you have to earn it, you have to make it. And then you have to know how to take care of it and properly invest it. And so what we ultimately built over the next many years um, was think TurboTax for financial planning. We built the fastest way to get a financial plan and access to an expert. Through that process, I became a certified financial planner, um, New York Times bestselling author on you know the, the wallet and the future of the wallet. And basically, in a nutshell, that was how LearnVest came about and inspired capital, the venture fund uh, that I um, helped build and run now uh, is literally the venture fund that I wish existed for me. You know, when I was a kid dropping out of Harvard Business School, moving to New York City, wanting to go build a really big out there idea that didn't totally make sense. Not everybody really understood what I was trying to build. Um, FinTech wasn't a category. Um, I kept saying, where's the world-class, best best in-class capital in New York? 
And I really just came back and said, I want to go build the fund that I wish existed for me. And it's been an absolute joy of the last four and a half years. As someone who regularly tracks all of the financial data and spending and budgeting more and more actively on my phone, um, thank you for being one of the founders who started this wave of you know smart apps um, that are really tackling this trend, like you said, of people spend so much time on the phone, they want to be able to do everything on their phone. Um, and financial literacy itself is so important. We've had guests on the show talk about, especially its importance for women who make a lot of households decisions. Um, so thank you. And I'm really excited that this company came about. Thank you. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate that. And as I said, you know, the category is still wide open. You know, Inspired's continue to invest a lot in fintech and many other topics. Um, but thank you. Kind of plus one to that completely resonate with the problem statement. Like I remember having discussions with uh, my colleagues back at business school and, and college as well that we're learning all kinds of engineering and all kinds of leadership less lessons. What about personal finance? Like we're also learning finance, but that finance is also for um, how to take care of finance in, in in commercial or in professional settings. What about personal finance? But I think this is super awesome and really exciting to learn about LearnWest. And you started talking about inspired capital as well uh, on how you're uh, going deeper into fintech overall. And there's a wide big opportunity that you're chasing. I'm curious to hear about your switch to the other side of the table as well. You've been an op- you were an operator at LearnWest. You built the business um, as we heard in your intro that was acquired by Northwestern Mutual. Um, that must have been a journey in itself that you went through as an operator. And then you chose to move to the other side and um, founded Inspired Capital. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the firm's investment thesis and innovation themes that you're personally excited about and what led you to move to the other side of the table in the first place? Sure. Um, so Inspired is simply an early stage venture fund. Uh, we are headquarters in New York City. We invest napkin through Series A, so early stage um, we are a full generalist fund, which means we quite literally look at every category and we're a very thesis driven fund. So we, and a concentrated fund, which means we do about 25 to 30 companies per fund. Each fund will be call it roughly $300 million. And we stay laser focused on what it takes to take a, a company from a napkin to 100 million of revenue. That is like very much how inspired focus, uh, our our focus lenses. Um, Additionally, what do we look for? Um, We are really big swinging investors. And I think what I mean by that is we're not looking for incremental bets or incremental ideas. We're not looking for things that take a problem and make it 10% better. We're looking for categories, innovations, um, where somebody fundamentally imagines a totally different universe, a totally different future, and then is going and building towards that very, very big vision. We're very long-term investors. So when we back a founder, we truly do emotionally and mentally anticipate to be behind them for a decade, 15 years, two decades. Um, and we really look for founders who it's their life's work and it, it they show up. It, you know, not that similar where... I was so deeply, deeply focused on LearnVest. Uh, you know, there's another story behind what made me start LearnVest. Um, it came from a problem that I, I grew up feeling. And I, I was going to come hell or high water, make a dent in, in that universe. 
And those are the sort of founders that we look for. And and then we're very founder focused, meaning uh, we do whatever it takes to make the founder uh, be the best version of themselves so that they can run the business as long as humanly possible all the way through the end. Um, so, you know, among the inspired team, we built and scaled over 10 companies. Um, so that kind of just gives you a sense of the the lens through which we think about building businesses as we built them ourselves. That's really interesting. We've had a few operator turned investor um, guests on the show this season. Um, and I think there are two highlights that always come up as one, definitely there's more empathy um, having been on the other side in just your conversations with founders on a daily basis. But it also seems that, you know, this you always have the second light of thought around um, what is a pertinent problem, but also what is a scalable problem because you have been in that shoe and you had to investigate it by yourself. So really um, excited to learn more about um, Inspired Capital. I will switch the topic a little bit here. I was really excited to learn that you're also a podcaster. Um, and I talked about the Founders Project, but would love to hear a little bit more about the podcast and also some of your highlights from hosting. Well, so uh, we're on season five of my podcast, which is called The Founders Project with Alexa Von Tobel. Um, I've been fortunate to do it in partnership with Ink and Fast Company. And basically, it's a podcast where we've had some pretty wild and exceptional entrepreneurs um, on the planet. So, you know, the founder, Scott from Atlassian, we've had Max Levchin from Affirm, we've had Reese Witherspoon of Hello Sunshine, we've had Sarah Blakely of Spanx, we've had, um, so really your biggest, wildest, the founder of Bill.com, the founder of Expensify, the founder of Toast, the founder of Slack, et cetera. Um, so truly your biggest, wildest, multi, often tens of billions of dollars businesses. And we just cut to the core. Who are you? How did you get started? How did you achieve success? What went wrong? How do you function? How did you learn to handle stress? How do you think about the team? What's your hacks for hiring? Like really just getting into the nuts and bolts of how they build businesses, um, how they think about building businesses. And it is a true pleasure and joy for me. So it's, I get to do it roughly every two weeks, you know, an episode. Um, and it has been some of the most fun work I've been involved in in my whole career. That's really great to hear. I was very tempted to ask you who your favorite guest was, but don't worry, I won't. <laughs> is there a yeah, no, there's uh, it's, tough. It's, no, it's, it's amazing. I've learned so much about the founder mindset and obviously being a founder, um, uh, uh, you know, a few times over and really, really, it, it, there's a mindset to how um, really talented founders think. And it's just a joy to get to, it's, it's such an honor and it's so much fun. So anyways, that's the Founders Project with Alexa Montable available anywhere you can find a podcast. It's, it's everywhere. That's amazing. I mean, it's really cool to hear from a fellow podcaster. I mean, many notes to exchange there. I think a lot of what you said, we echo, we also started this podcast to learn more about women, particularly working in the VC industry. And as we're doing in this conversation and in all ours, uh, others as well, it's more been like, let us get to know you. You've had an excellent journey. We'd love for you to talk more about it and just share it with the world on your learnings, your mistakes, your, you know, just learnings that you'd like to share with uh, other aspiring women investors. And with that, we'd also like to sh shed some light on the state of the industry when it comes to gender representation, especially in check writing roles. 
from your own experiences, what have been your observations on this, both as a founder as an, and as an investor? Well, so a few things. Um, you asked for like my advice just in general and what I've learned about myself. Um, like anything in life, you're only as good as you can evolve. Um, change is a constant and getting better is a critical skill set. And I, one, I've learned so much about things I'm really not good at. And I am happy to share lots of those things, which is I'm very impatient um, in decisions and uh, very, very thorough. Um, and basically what I found, the punchline of that, this comes back from you know my 20s, is that I thrive best when I hire people that are significantly um, more experienced and talented than me that I just really trust because then I don't need, I, I just let them run. I don't micromanage in any capacity. And I'm like, go, you're way smarter than I would be anyways on this topic. Tell me what to do and how to help. And so I I do think that the process of self-evolution is really critical and it's really humbling and it sucks. And it sucks to hear what you suck at. It's It really hurts your feelings. And I, I like adopted this motto that I came up with in my 20s called L-I-T-T-P, lean into the pain. And basically what that means is negative feedback is a really good thing for you to not just listen to and roll off your shoulders, but like absorb, truly absorb. Got it. I, I didn't do that well. I'm not good at that. Okay. And that doesn't mean you always listen to everybody, but I always joke if two people give you the same feedback, it's a, it's feedback, it's real. Um, and so in general, I have been on a journey of becoming a better version of myself. And I mean, I look back at my 23-year-old self and I'm like, God, she was a real idiot. Um, and so, so all jokes aside, like really genuinely getting better. So I like to surround myself with people that are much smarter than me that I actually trust completely. Um, I work with uh, at Inspired, literally people like Penny Pritzker, former U.S. Secretary of Commerce. She's on the board of Microsoft and chair of Harvard. Um, I want to be here when I grow up. And I was like, Penny, I'd love to work with you because I want to learn from you on every level. And we have this incredible relationship. Lucy Deland, my other business partner, who is a co-founder of Paperless Post, is one of my best friends from Harvard undergrad. I listen to her on everything. Um, and vice versa, we just really are the yin to one another's yang. Mark Batsian, who I've worked with for almost 14 years, literally is one of the smartest guys I've ever worked with and a dear, dear friend. Um, and we've been through building and selling LearnVest together and then running Venture Fund at Northwestern Mutual and all this. So I like to, I have deeply trusting relationships and then I just, I know they have my best interest at heart. And so when they say things that I want to hear, it's the right thing. Um, and so that kind of gives you a sense of how I like to think and I think even then we all hold ourselves to standards if we have to get better. So just being really reflective about what are you not great at? And I think the best founders for my podcast, from our portfolio are the ones who are really smart, have a good sense. They have good intuitions. They know where they need to go, but they also know that they will never get there alone. And that probably is the most important sentence. You will never get anywhere alone. And so really just build, bringing people in that, are going to make you better, are going to push you, are going to push you to do more. And like, sometimes they're supporting your strengths too. So it's not always like, I'm going to block your weakness. Sometimes it's like, Alexa, you are capable of doing X, Y, and Z, go. And I'll be like, 
you're right, I am. I should go do that. And so it's not always just tempering what you're bad at. Sometimes it's making your strengths superpowers as well. And so that is what I've learned is the most important thing I've ever learned in my career is that people are the most important ingredient to quite literally every part of your life. Surround yourself with the best people, trust them completely, be deeply loyal, be deeply, deeply trustworthy and go. You're going to do great things if you operate that way. That's great. And just to follow up to that, um, when we think about the industry itself and, you know, um, who are the decision makers, um, you talked about having a strong network, a strong support of people, but also a really strong feedback cycle. Do you think those are the items that are critical that have allowed the industry to progress when it comes to having more women in these roles? And do you think that is some, those are aspects that we should continue to lean into to make sure that the progress continues? Um, I don't know my answer to that question, but I do have a clear point of view on how I think we bring women into every seat in the, and I'm currently, you know, I'm the board of chief, um, which is trying to get women into C-suites everywhere across the whole country and every city. And now beginning outside of the country um, in Europe. And I think that there's a few things that have to evolve to get women into every seat. One is we need role models. It's one of the reasons why I do podcasts like this. People need to see, you know, I'm a mother of three. I have three little kids and I'm a full-time working mom. And I think people need to see that paths can be carved that look differently. Um, you know, I sold Learn Best for almost $400 million on a Wednesday and had my first child that weekend. Like, it is possible to do both. It's not easy. It is not um, but I think people need to see that they can do both. And I think there was, a, I mean, the generation before us was like, pick two and good luck, like fr friends, family work, like pick two. And I just remember really being like, absolutely not. That will not be how we live our lives. Like that we're not picking two between three things that are critical to well-being and happiness. That's silly. And so I think you need more role models. I think you need uh, the incredible awareness that the last decade has brought to the topic, which is how great companies like Chief exists, which is, it's absolutely unacceptable that like 5% of boards or whatever the latest stat is are female. I mean, that's just, a, you know, sorry, 5% of C-suites are female and boards now, you know, it's just, the numbers are abysmal. And I think the other thing is, um, you know, Inspired is a generalist fund. We are simply a generalist fund here to invest in the most exceptional companies of this of, of these next many decades. Um, and I think one of the great things is that people with different networks that look and feel differently bring different entrepreneurs to the table. And so I'm pretty thrilled by our numbers of diverse founders, female founders. Uh, and I think that just... It, different investors of different networks that bring exceptional talent to the table. And so role modeling is critical. Being out there and sharing things like I'm a mom of three kids as opposed to hiding it is critical. Um, and I think that that allows the world to continue to evolve and create these new paths and grooves and contours that allow for different types of people to rise to the top of different types of organizations, which is critical for us to make great decisions. This is great to hear. And you've given 
some amazing advice already um, around people, around feedback, around knowing um, when to recognize your mistakes and how to grow. Um, I want to end this podcast by asking this question that we ask all of our guests on the show. Um, if you had to give some advice to young women trying to break into VC, what would it be? The biggest thing I would say to young women is, and it's it's my same advice I've given for a while, um, dream big. No one's going to dream for you. And I often find young people say, I'd love to be a lawyer. And I'm like, why not a Supreme Court justice? Like, I want to I want to start a small business. Why not the next $50 billion business? And what I say that is sometimes just set the big, hairy, audacious goal, be ambitious. And I think what's amazing about this generation is ambition is something people actually admire, um, right? Ambition used to be something that wasn't necessarily something that people wanted women to have. And sure. now it's, it's become incredibly cool to be an ambitious totally talented female. And I think that's awesome on every level. And so just dream a little bigger, take whatever is in your heart that you're excited about in life and just go two notches ahead of that, go up. And all you're going to do is go farther. Um, And so that's the, every night before I go to bed to all three kids, I say, dream big, no one else will dream for you. Um, and it literally, I say it every night and it's something that I, I really deeply believe in. Super inspiring, Alexa. This was amazing conversation. I think a lot to take away and your journey is definitely something that we do look forward to. And like you said, we need role models. You're one of them. It's amazing that you shared this journey with us today. I'm sure our listeners will very much appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. This was really incredible. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. I'm truly honored.